Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm a little cold. Are you? Yeah. Should I turn the heater on? No, no. <laughs> I've just been cold all day. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'll be honest. I'm battling a little bit of a cough mm. right now. Like it's like it's not a full blown cough, but it's like I have my moments. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to like not cough into the mic. But just <laughs> bear with me, dear listeners. I know it's an annoying sound, but I'll try to keep it under wraps. Now everyone's looking forward to this cough. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do it. Not <laughs> <laughs> to check myself. <laughs> Mm, well you know right. if it happens it happens i mean yeah it wouldn't be the first time i've coughed on this podcast but Just it's usually because i'm laughing too hard <laughs> not because i'm actually sick <laughs> always fun um so yeah so i think it's official the show has broken its streak of good luck <laughs> mm, yeah this episode is right back into the turd bin <laughs> i think so it's, I think so. Around the rosy. Okay, so I want to talk about this. So this is episode ten oh four, titled "Ring Around the Rosy." Mm. Um, before we get into the spoilies and all that, I want to just mention this is how in denial I am about the existence of Rose. That when I read that title, I was like, "Oh, they should have made it Ruthie." So it's like named after a character. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And it wasn't until I pressed play and saw Rose's disgusting face that I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And then you went, please, no. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. So (laughs) the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Simon's parents object to his living with Rose. And the DVD description is Lucy feels like a failure when one of her students gets into trouble until Martin comes to her comes to her for advice which Mm. i don't even know if that's the right way to describe what happens but goes to lucy for help i think is more like it it's also not the thing that makes her no longer feel like a failure yeah that's true it's weird and then we have eric disapproves of simon living with rose so okay no new information there but yeah so let's talk about lucy let's talk about this whole thing lucy um if you know if we'll recall right lucy had that moment i guess maybe last episode where she was trying where she was like focusing on like repairing her relationships with the women especially yeah. in the congregation who had tried to like oust her yeah that's why she threw that social right and so she's feeling really good about herself like yeah. the social was a big hit she's like crushing the reverend game whatever and then now she's feeling a little bit of the pressure on the other end with yeah. her home life and like Kevin and Savannah and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she, she's finding herself like she doesn't know where the the baby things are. Yeah. Like Kevin's like handling it, you know, whatever. And then so, so she's apparently earmarked this day to like spend like her day with her daughter. Like it's her mm-hmm. daughter day or whatever. But yeah. then she gets a call from one of her girls in her class that yeah. like needs her it's an emergency or whatever yeah and you can tell she's a little torn about it but she recognizes like this is her job and like it's her duty kind of mm-hmm. you know so she's like she knows she has to go so she goes and she talks to this girl so right away i'm like thick russian accent on this one i mean she's doing a decent job of trying to like not yeah have it and maybe that maybe she doesn't maybe that's just her accent like is that right she's yeah. probably like born 
in Russia, but like came to America like really young and has like a little bit of a remnant of an accent mm, or whatever. Maybe. But okay. you can hear it. It comes through like in certain words. Like, and we have a clip we'll play and you can definitely hear it in the clip. But um, so she's talking to Lucy about her like, you know, sexual experiences or whatever yeah. with her boyfriend. You know what? Okay, let's just play the clip. Okay. Because it kind of speaks for itself. But in class, you're always talking about your plan to go to college and finish school and start your career before you have this kind of relationship. I know, but I lied. I love the class. I love everything that you say in it. You know, about believing in yourself, taking pride in who you are, and who you are being more than just a sexual person. Then what happened? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should have boys in that class. Because whenever I'm with my boyfriend, well, what he wants, it's, it's more important than what I want. Why is he more important? Why is what he wants more important than what you want for yourself? Because I love him. But you can love him and you can love yourself. You can love him and still put yourself first. Yeah, but my point is I didn't. And now I'm in trouble. What kind of trouble? I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. shocking no one yeah like i i have so much fatigue for teen pregnancy stories on this show same here like i'm so over it i know there's two more seasons or at this point as far as they knew this was their last season yeah like aren't you guys over it yeah let's get one. Oh wait two in like if you, you yeah know. i mean technically sandy's not a teen but yes you're right mm-hmm. like yes like it's so fucking annoying already like one trick pony the show Mm -hmm. like what more could we say about teen pregnancies like and i mean okay to be fair it does end up kind of being more about lucy than about this girl and her pregnancy or whatever which ends up not even being a pregnancy or whatever but yeah but like still though yeah it's not even like a big what oh my god moment anymore because you're like obviously they had sex so she's pregnant like obviously i think the only difference between how she handles it and how eric handles it lucy isn't talking about abstinence right and she she does say that her her girls class isn't going to be about abstinence. and so now she's like well what are you going to do to protect yourself if you're going to be active Mm -hmm. i was like okay yay we're having this talk it's not no more sex no more sex right you mean like after when she finally yeah. does come over to yeah okay mm-hmm. so right because so this girl lizzie wants lucy to come with her to tell her parents that she's yeah. pregnant which leads to another moment this season between lucy and eric like this keeps it's like it's happened like twice already maybe this is the second or third time mm-hmm. where lucy's having like a crisis of not faith but like you know like purpose in the world or whatever yeah, yeah. and coming to Eric for advice as you would mm-hmm. considering that he's in the same you know life path or whatever yeah and so and he's I was I'll say this I'm really proud of Eric in this episode for how he deals with Lucy yeah and also for how he's dealing with Ruthie and like he's it seems like he's really taking his father's advice to heart yeah like the whole thing of like you know like allow like give your kids the tools to believe in themselves and like work through their own stuff and like and trust that they're 
like give them the tools to trust in themselves and yeah. you also trust in them yeah. to like handle. Let you know them, what I mean? let them deal with their shit. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like he's really doing that, especially with Lucy. Like mm-hmm. he's really not trying to like hold her hand through no. this job. Like he's like, and she's, she's like, come with me to talk to these parents. And he's like, I think you can do this. Like, and yeah. I think you should. And I think it's exactly what you need to do right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm really proud of him for that. You Same. know, because it would have been so easy for him to be like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, yeah. I've done this a million times, whatever. You know, it was nice to see that. Yeah, I'll admit. Yeah, I, I remember. Going, oh, Eric. Good for you. Yeah. Good on it's, you. It's really interesting to see Eric like grow. Yeah. After so many seasons, like of, to like see a moment for him where he's like know. practicing something he's learned, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, with Ruthie using him as a scapegoat. That's right. I was like, oh, come on. No, Ruthie, you're, you're stronger than this. Yeah. Like, and you, and you're smarter than this. I you know. are. Dude. Okay. Let's fucking talk about it. <laughs> I mean, we're jumping all over the place. I don't even care. I'm done with Lucy as far as I'm concerned. But Except the last moment. Anyways. What about Lucy? Well, just Martin. Oh, well, right. Which we'll get to because yeah, it yeah. unravels itself. But yes, you're right. Um, finally. Finally. Oh, I know. A breadcrumb has been laying before us. I tea. know. A fucking breadcrumb. I didn't know that she was going to admit it. I I'm sh- I'm I'm just as shocked as you. Like yeah. to be honest, like especially with all the sandy stuff that Martin's been dealing with and yeah. the Meredith of it all, like I really kind of just thought like okay, they're not they're, even going to touch this. If and if they do, it's not going to be this season or it's going to be yeah. like in at the back half or like I'm not like I kind of was like had like hung up my hopes on mm-hmm. it or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Annie and Ruthie are having a heart to heart. Yeah. And Annie like first of all, I love that Annie knows her kids so well. <laughs> like I love that she's like she's able to talk to them in a way or like I don't mean talk to them but like she's able to like draw stuff out of them in a way that yeah. doesn't feel like like a parent doing that with a kid you know like she's yeah. like she's like a homie you know what I mean she's mm-hmm. like they're like talking and she's like you know you know what I think especially you know given that you're a keen observer of relationships that you know whatever I mean she's so like diplomatic and awesome and how she talks to Ruthie in the scene but she's basically like my theory is that you see Martin liking Meredith and you know she used to be with Jack so you think you want to be with Jack because it's the first step in Martin liking you yeah and Ruthie's like I mean, she doesn't do a good job of hiding it very well, but she's like, no, we're, we're like really good friends. Like, I don't like, no, you know, whatever. And then, and then Annie says more things like, okay, well, you know, like be a friend then or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Ruthie's like, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's true that I like him. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) woohoo. But it sucks because the problem too is like, I I know Ruthie's on to Martin and the whole Sandy thing. Yeah. Like Ruthie knows. I mean, maybe she doesn't know that Sandy's pregnant, but I feel like Ruthie knows that, that there's something Martin's not telling her about Sandy. Yeah. And so I feel like that's also sort of like hedging or coloring her, like her view right now mm. of him, because not only is he like actually taken by Meredith, like, there's also this sandy thing hanging yeah. over their head, you know, or his head or whatever. So I, I do think that Ruthie's like, I'm just going to like 
take my time. Like she, she's not going to try to make any moves happen. No. You know what I mean? She's I not feel, going to. At least if she was smart, she wouldn't. Yeah. I think she's a little calculated and I don't mean yes. that in a bad way. I mean, she's reading the room or she's reading what's happening. Absolutely. And, and she's always been, you know, a detective. She likes to know yeah. the full detail of every situation. So I don't know. I, I'm excited for Ruthie, but I also just like, do you know what you're walking into when it comes to liking Martin right now? I, yeah, I don't know that she knows the full picture. And and another thing, like, Meredith is your friend. I know. You and know? I know she knows that too. So like, I don't see I don't see her um I don't see her going after him. Yeah. I don't see Ruthie doing that. I can't see her actively doing that. Like she's not gonna she's not gonna go after Martin. I don't see her doing that right now. Yeah. And I don't know if I can. But, you know, with this whole, like, Sandy thing, like you said, like, hanging over their heads, yeah. I don't know where that leaves Meredith and Ruthie. I don't. In relation to Martin or, yeah. or between themselves? No, in relation to Martin. Because, gotcha. like, what if Meredith, in the next few episodes, like, when she finds out about this pregnancy... Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Is she yeah, what does that leave boy? them? I know. <sighs> okay, this is the other thing, like... I, I wrote it down in my notes. I was like, I still can't believe Martin is acting like he doesn't have a responsibility. Like, like he's still in denial about yeah. this or not even denial because denial is not the wrong word because like he knows it's happening. He just seems to be like, like, like choosing to ignore it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Didn't, doesn't Ruthie bring up Sandy? She does to 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 Martin in this episode. Well, she keeps doing that. That's that. That's why I say like, like she's like oh he, she's, she was at the social. Yeah, like that's why I'm saying like she's not an idiot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think I don't know that she knows exactly what's happening, but I think yeah. that she understands that something's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you yeah, know? she knows that there's a secret that she's not in on, but she's gonna try to figure this out. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, Ruthie, be careful, honey. I know. And if you're gonna do it, do it. I don't know. I know, but. Finally, finally, mm-hmm. Martin, like, grows a pair in this episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. He goes to Lucy. Like, if he was really growing a pair, he'd go to Eric, I think. Yeah, I think so. Right? But maybe it's because he doesn't want... I don't think he knows what he wants to do. That's fair. So he's, That's like, fair. right now, he's just sending he someone He just wants to in. talk it out rather than, like, be like, get me to where I need yeah, to be or whatever. I, I think... He needs to understand the full scope or maybe what's happening and talk this out. And then I think when the decision comes, when he truly accepts it, I'm sure Eric is going to walk in. For sure. Like, it has to be. I can't imagine yeah. Eric not getting involved. Yeah. Because she's a college student and he's still in high school. I, I, You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I just can't imagine Eric well, not... And where's Martin's dad in all of this? Like, landscaping, <laughs> duh. <laughs> they keep talking about him as if he's just so busy landscaping. He's in Langley, okay? We get it. <laughs> um, no, but so yeah, so he does go to Lucy and tells her what happened between mm-hmm. him and Sandy. And I love that like initially when he's like, I want to talk and Lucy's like, okay, cool, like... Is it about Sandy or whatever? And, you know, and she doesn't know what's coming. So she's like, oh, yeah, like you want you, you want my help to get rid of her? Like, tell me what you want to say to her. Then I'll see if I can say it in a way that like softens the blow. Right. 
And then he tells her and then and you can tell like now she's strengthened her she has like this like renewed strength yeah. in her calling yeah. and how she's going to handle this and she's not like she doesn't quiver like when she did when Lizzie, Lizzie told her her news. Yeah. She just like she's like okay. Yeah. Like all right, you know. Let's, let's talk. Let's figure it out, you know. Which I love that for Lucy. Mm-hmm. I think that's like so important for her to you know be able to like hear that stuff from people and not let yeah. it like completely like derail like you know break her down to tears every time or whatever you yeah. know i don't know it's kind of nice uh to see her walking in her path it's nice it is yeah it's it's cool and and i don't know did you get the sense and maybe i'm just reading into it maybe i over or misread it or whatever but did you get the sense that there's a little bit of unhappiness on kevin's part being a stay-at-home daddy i don't know i don't I don't think so. I just, uh, you know, when I felt it, I'll tell you when, when, when Lucy gets the call from Lizzie being like, I, like I need you. It's yeah. an emergency. And Kevin's like, okay, but I thought this was your day with your daughter. Like, and he didn't even say it like quite like that, but like, yeah. he's like, he does say it. Like, I thought this was your day with your daughter. Uh, and that made me like take a step where I was like, Oh, like, and were you just looking forward to not having a day with your daughter? Like, what's that about? You know? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Like, he's really stepped into the role where he is all mush. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. Like, I think he wants Lucy home right now. Like, I, I, I really think he wants her home right yeah. now. Because he's just all about, like, family and home and, right like, Right now, coziness. yeah. This is where yeah. he's at. Which is an that, that, interesting yeah. color on him. It is an interesting color. Dare I say the best color we've Thank seen on you. him ever. You you like him. You want to be around him. Yeah. Kind of right yeah. now. Yeah. And well, you just, know what, too? You uh-huh. know why I'll say, I mean, from my opinion is because he, for the first time, maybe he's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Innocuous. Oh, like, okay. you know what I mean? Is that the right word? I, I feel like I'm conflating two different words in my head, but like basically like like he's not really doing anything to be one way or the other. Like he's just there. And so for, so I'm Mm. like, okay, like fine. (laughs) Like, like he's not, he's not like pissing me off with what he's saying or doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's just, he's fine. Like he's pleasant because he's not really like ruffling any feathers. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I kind of want to see him ruffle feathers, but just not like how we did in the previous season. That's true. It was just a lot of crazy shit that they were giving him to say. That's true. I don't know. That's true because, yeah, because we've seen Kevin like get into hijinks and stuff where, you know, where he's carrying a story and it's fun. But yeah, yeah, to your point, like last season, Kevin was just like all over the place of just like, what's your deal, dude? Yeah. Let's see what happens. I don't know. As of right now, I'm I'm okay with this. Right now, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I wonder if Kevin will decide to go back. I really wonder about that. He thinks he will. I like in my heart of hearts. I feel like all of this is leading up to him getting restless and like wanting to go back. Okay. Or maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe it's not even about that he's going to get restless, but like, I feel like he's going to realize like, you know, he, he wants to have a, sounds bad, but like a greater purpose in life, you know, Mm. then, and that he loves being a cop and that, that, that he does want to do that again. Yeah, I guess so. But 
it, I, as you said that, I don't know why I just remembered Ben and him. And like when it comes to why they picked the profession that they picked, mm. Ben chooses dad. to be a firefighter because of his dad yeah. and literally fights the fires that his dad, you know, can't fight anymore. <laughs> exactly. And with Kevin, that wasn't the case. Ben is chasing a ghost. Kevin isn't. That's true. He just, he, he likes the job. He likes the job. He likes the duty. So I'm curious, like, so does he have a drive? Like, is he going to have that purpose? Very, I wonder. See, T, you're just asking all the right questions. I don't know. Today. I'm just curious. You're like, like really honing in on like the philosophical questions. I mean, I, I know I know we're saying like this is garbage right now. This episode, you know, walking into that territory. Yeah. But so far, it is their meatiest season for sure oh for sure so now i'm like for sure okay i'm engaging this should have happened season two maybe three i know you know i know like would it have killed them would it have killed them to give us like interesting storylines and things to consider and talk about (laughs) nope Mm. i know but then see okay it's a weird thing now that we're talking about on the meta level right it's a weird thing that happens with television right like a show that's like so good in its mm-hmm. first three maybe four seasons right yeah it's like a steep drop off after that because they run out of good things that's true right so i'm not saying that like that this is like blessing in disguise because this show lasted way longer than it ever it, should have it's true but but like in a way if you if you go into it your season knowing it's your last yeah go for broke you can't you know, there's no going back from here. You know, yeah. it's just like, this is everything, right? Kind of makes sense that you lay all your cards on the table, that you bring your A game mm-hmm. when you know it's your last hurrah. It's you true. Know? Which doesn't bode well for season 11, by the I way. I know. Although we kind of always, always knew that because scrambling at the last minute to come up with 22 episodes yeah. that you didn't know were coming probably is never a good idea. I can only imagine the writer's room. Everyone is just like having a cigarette one on their ear and like coffee. <laughs> like, Oh my God, where do we start? Is your writer's room in your head in the fifties? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is everyone in front of a typewriter papers no. flying everywhere? I don't know about a typewriter, <laughs> but I can just see everybody like talking shit to each other. We're back here again. We have to start this all over. <laughs> we'll have to see too if it's the same writer's room like if it's your jeff olsons and your chris olsons and your brenda hamptons and diana radas and stuff that's true we'll see right because imagine they said no i'm done peace out man 10 seasons suppose i mean but i suppose if you've lasted this long and they're like one more let's go for one more ride no one's gonna be like "Uh, i'm out (laughs) like you know who knows we'll see yeah that's a whole season away well less than that but anyway (laughs) But yeah, no, to your point, yes. So far, this is an interesting season. Yeah. And we always know this is going to be the case. Even on a great season, there's always going to be a few turdy episodes. Yeah, yeah, of course. The law of averages or whatever. But yeah, so I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, I guess, does that leave us with our piece de resistance? Oh, shit. <laughs> I really... Hmm. Girl, I don't even know what to tell you. Um, I'm like, I need, I don't know. I, need no, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Rose just continues to defy my expectations for human behavior. She's quite a disgusting person. Really. Like, 
my bl- my skin crawls mm-hmm. thinking about her and watching her machinations on the screen and her twisting of words yeah. and her manipulations and I'm just like how much deeper can this hole go that we're digging yeah I mean how much more in the mud can we get with yeah. this character it's Simon Boy, but, oh boy. but I will say for the first time since Rose was introduced in this episode, Simon's reacting like you would expect a normal person to react to this type of behavior. Yeah, it's just funny that he's like, he went home. You want to play that clip? Oh, please. <laughs> so he comes home, right? He came home yeah. at the end of the last episode for the social. Yeah. And I then, love that they were picking right up from the social. Pretty much. It was pretty nice. It's like yeah. the end of the night. All right, we're cleaning dishes. I'm like, why? Why? Right. <laughs> and wait, but before we get into this whole Simon of it all, though, we have to talk about this hilarious, like, five minute weird exposition preamble scene between Eric and Annie yeah. exchanging anecdotes about why they can't sleep like yeah like eric's like well i can't sleep because i can't stop thinking about ruthie and annie's like well i can't sleep because i can't stop thinking about simon and sandy i can't sleep because what was up with that or like they're both like talking about how they can't sleep and then annie's like the twins can't sleep because they think they have girlfriends and i'm just like and simon's not even home yet like (laughs) this whole like hilarious thing of back and forth banter of like yeah. why they can't sleep like it was so weird it was their own episode recap it was really weird yeah it was their own recap i wonder if they had a recap uh, on the previous episode yeah. of seventh heaven like <laughs> and then and then they did it again with annie and eric but yeah going back it was really funny um but anyway so yeah so then eric comes home in the middle of the night or whatever because we saw him leave with sandy and yeah. he hasn't been seen since mm-hmm. so he comes home and they're like, where were you? And he's like, oh, I had to talk to Sandy. And they're like, okay. And sh- and he's like, yeah, she's just going through some stuff, whatever. And then they're like, okay, like, why are you home? You said you had bad news about Rose or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's late. Let's not talk about this now. And they're like, no, let's. Yeah. Let's fucking talk about it. So they so like cut to right he's told them and then they're all like like the two minute silent scene is them like each of them like trying to leave the table and then getting upset and like sitting back down and like trying to open their mouth to speak and not being able to and like just like i do with rose every time it was really funny and so then and then we talk and then yeah well what i was gonna say is why why don't we sleep on it oh now why don't we not because sleeping on it isn't gonna change what i have to say me neither you are not living with rose or any other woman before you get married. And you're especially not going to live with Rose at my expense. At our expense. We're not paying for an apartment for you to share it with Rose. Are you nuts? No, I really mean that. Are you out of your mind? Did you really think that your father and I would allow you and Rose to live together? I think I'm old enough to make my own decisions. Based on what? Because so far, every decision you've made... It stinks. Yeah. It stinks. Well, that's your opinion. Well, that's our opinion. Our opinion is your parents. Your parents who are paying for your apartment. What if I paid for my apartment? Doesn't matter. You're not living with Rose. But I am. No, you're not. Uh, actually, um, I am. Because Rose already moved in. Well, she's moving out. Well, okay. If that's how you guys feel about it. That was way too easy. Yeah, it's almost as if he wanted us to tell him no. Why would he want us to tell him no? (sighs) 
because he wants to be with Sandy. <laughs> Sandy isn't a better choice, guys. I know, but I love that like Sandy has become this like big red herring. Yeah. Like sa- like I don't know how to describe it. Like I feel like everyone's crutch character is sandy like yeah. rose uses sandy to like be like why why to explain why she can't move out yeah simon like the annie and eric are using sandy to be like why simon's being weird about rose or like all this weird stuff it's like sandy has become this like mythical creature yeah that like meanwhile the one who the one person who needs to be in line in line with her completely is in denial about the whole oh thing. yeah it's so funny oh man um so yeah, so I want to talk about Simon's acting in this scene or David Gallagher's acting in the scene. He's doing this very interesting thing where cuz they're all like no you're not, like you're not living with her and he's like but I am though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's doing this weird I can't quite tell if it's like he's trying to be a petulant teenager. Yeah. You know, like that's like that's the mode he's turning on as an actor or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if he's doing that on purpose so they'd see him as a petulant teenager Mm. so that then they could be like, no, we're putting our foot down. Like we will come up there ourselves if we have to. I think it's the second one. I think like like he's he's, acting at it. He's acting to be rebellious to it's like I'm going to give you all the arguments that you're going to hate but I'm waiting for the no. Yeah. You, like, he, yeah, I really think so. Okay. I'm like, he, he's not, cause he didn't convince me that he really gives a shit that Rose is there. He not, not like, he's not fighting for Rose. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't see him fighting for her to move in. And, but, but you don't think he's fighting when he's like, mm, I kind of am though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think he wants that to be perceived as him fighting. Yeah. But really he's not. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I think. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, if that's what you guys say, good night, bye. And then they're like, okay, that was way too easy. Like, yeah. And of course, they're wrong about why, but yeah, like, yeah, he's not very good at like acting or, you know, Simon, not David, obviously. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so then he, of course, goes back up to school. Yeah. And we get that hilarious scene. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. You got to move out, okay? <laughs> and she's like, um, no. Bye. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, she sits down and continues doing her nails. Yeah. And they can't make me. They can't make yeah. me move and out. And she's right, though. Yeah, I, that's what I have it in my notes. I'm like, she's right. Only you can, Simon. And th- and that's, thank you. That's exactly the problem is like he, when she first moved in, was like, oh, okay. I mean, he wasn't happy about it, but yeah. he never like expressed it to her. And so now she's got like squatter's rights, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she's in already. I know. Like, you know how you stop someone from moving them? in you bar them from the door you don't let them bring all their shit in and spew all their rosiness all over the place and then go yeah but i never really wanted this by the way yeah like like i mean i don't like rose don't get me i'm not siding with her but she's not wrong no she's not they can't make me you're right they can't you guys are grown-ass 21 year olds who have made life choices but but i agree however she is still I don't want to say this word, but I'm going to. She's a fucking twat. 
<laughs> yes. I, I can't stand I her. That word. Yeah. But I swear she's Eric visits them. He goes up yeah. there because Annie doesn't trust her own son. And dude, I don't blame you. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. Well, she your spine calling. is a little fucked right I now. Know. She keeps calling the house and Rose keeps answering. Answering, yeah. And so she's like, Eric, call Simon. Mm-hmm. And because this, this, this. And Eric's like, okay, well, maybe she's like in the process of moving out. Like he just got up there this morning. And she's like, I don't think so, dude. Like, yeah. you need to go up there. <laughs> like, go and get her the fuck out of there. Like, this is not happening. Yeah. And Eric, based, what does he say to her on the phone? Oh, well, like, yeah, he coming- gives you, like, he kind of like the benefit of the doubt, right? He's yeah. like, he's like, oh, you know, Simon told us about your arrangement and we we're not allowing yeah. that to be. And what does she say in response to that? See, I can't she's even like, remember. She's like, I think she well, made it sound like she's not going to leave because they're adults or something. Yeah, she basically something. does say, yeah, yeah. like, you know, well, we're adults. Like, we've made our choices, like, whatever. And because, oh, because Eric brings up the whole Sandy of it all, right? He's like, he's like, well, what, why don't you go live with your girlfriend, Sandy? Because oh, yeah. Sandy's there when he's talking to her. Yeah. Which is another thing. I can, we already talked about this, how Sandy's also always there, which is really annoying. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't like, it's like how... you got your apartment. Go live in it, bitch. Like, well, what the fuck? Exactly. Anyway, so Eric's like, well, why don't you two live together? And Rose's response to that is, well, I've already promised her the apartment where she, with the understanding that she'd live there alone. Yeah. So I can't go back on that. And I'm like, oh, so you're just going to like twist the situation. Like, she's just... Not only that, though, it's not their fucking responsibility, you moron. I know. It's not. The fact that you are actually twisting things to make it right in your head, you are certified fucking crazy. She's she's going to try to tell Eric and Annie that the reason she has to live with Simon, like, or the reason yeah. that 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 it like that the right thing to do is to live with Simon is because she's already promised Sandy an apartment that she can live with alone. Bitch, go live somewhere else. Then yeah. you're not living here. Do you yeah. understand? That's not figure what's it out. You want to be an adult? You want to be married? Figure this shit out. Not in this apartment. That's right. It's not yours. That's right. So then he goes up there, which okay, good, fine. I get it. You're Eric. You're Annie. Whatever. He goes up there. The problem I have with what he tells them is the is the idea that he's mentored or he's whatever a lot of couples that lived together before they got married and most of them are not happy. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? There's a there was a weird statistic about that though. Once upon a time I remember this like people that have lived together and then got married Okay, it's weird, but it doesn't my, make sense. My argument is that it's a false correlation, mm-hmm. that it's not causation at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that I, most people are just unhappy yeah. and they're going to end up like most marriages fall apart. And I, who gives a shit? I think he is just trying to come to Rose's liking to make her understand to leave because he, like he's not going to tell Simon you shouldn't be with this girl. Yeah. He's not going to, because he will lose his son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He will lose his son. Yeah. He almost lost him to fucking and, Georgia. And plus he's already tried telling him that, that they don't like her and that didn't work. Exactly. So. so again, he's trying to somehow kind of be like a rose here and manipulate it. I, I would agree. Like I, no. Okay. Let me rephrase myself or let me start over and say this. When I, when Eric says what he says, right? Yeah. I believe that he believes it. Oh. I believe that Eric believes, like, 
you know, most couples that got married that yeah. lived together first, they're not happy these days yeah. or whatever or afterwards. And but what I'm saying is me, Lady J, I look at that statistic or yeah. that belief or whatever and I go, fuck that because that makes no sense. That's not a causational relationship. Like mm-hmm. living together before you get married doesn't mean you're not going to be happy. Marriages yeah. end anyway. Like yeah. whether you live together or you didn't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's a false correlation. But yes, I think it does serve Eric's purpose in this instance to even bring it up. Yeah. Because like you said, it, it's something that he can use yeah. to kick um, Sandy, Rose, out of there. Yeah. Well, Sandy, too. Let's but, be real. But Rose doesn't even take the bait, this bitch. No, no. no. Besides that, she's though. Like, she's like, well, but some of them are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But besides that, so <laughs> when you hear Simon saying he doesn't want I know, this. I know. That I know. I'm and so she refuses to listen. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I don't buy that. I think it's because your parents got involved. Yep. God, Simon, put your foot down. Twisting, this is when I'm going to say twisting. you put your foot down and you mm, be an asshole. I know. This, this is what I mean. Like literally Eric's Eric comes up there to talk to them. Right. Yeah. Rose shuts him down and goes like, no, I don't think I'm not going to let you guys dictate our life. Like we are adults. We made a decision to live together. And if, if he doesn't want me to like if Simon doesn't want me here, then he can tell me himself. Yeah. And Simon's like, OK, but like, yeah, I don't like, yeah, I, I don't, don't want, want you this. here. I, I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner, but like. I don't I've never wanted this I don't want this and she's like no see you later bye <laughs> like bitch this, like it's the definition of insanity do you understand yeah, like, like no no sh- doesn't exist no, in her reality she's completely fucking deluded dude yeah she's like literally certifiable yeah, she's if this crazy. if this rose storyline doesn't end with she's like bipolar she ends up in an insane asylum whatever then i'm i just don't know oh, God. i mean the writing's on the wall so then it's um, funny um, but imagine imagine it leaves with a heartwarming like Ugh. Like, I can't ima- like no what I'm saying is like imagine it ends and it ends with you understanding Rose and her saying you know I think I just chased you because you nope. weren't you wouldn't have sex with me and nope. so it was just the chase no I'm not kidding what if the show wraps it up like that nope Shut it down, T. I will not only throw my pen down, I will throw this microphone down yeah. and never pick it up again. I'm not even <laughs> exaggerating. If that's how this Royal Storyline is going to end and we're not going to get some sort of comeuppance or like satisfying closure yeah. to this debacle that is Rose. Yeah. Like, I just don't know anymore. I know. I know. I, I just n- don't know. I need a proper end. I need a proper ending with this. And the only proper ending, I'm telling you, is that she ends up in a fucking insane asylum committed. And Simon, oh my God. And Simon also loses his shit because honestly, I'm kind of upset with Simon too at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm fed up with him. He, it's like he doesn't, he's, and then he fucking buys her a ring at the end of this episode. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Buys her a ring. A fucking, and then, oh my God, when she cuts herself off mid-sentence to be like, it's a full carrot in the middle, right? Yeah. I love... T? Oh, my Lord. Hold me back. And she she cares about the ring. Hold me the fuck back. No. Dude. Mm -hmm. This bitch. I can't... I just... 
<sighs> yeah, it's bad taste though. <laughs> I know. I don't love that ring. It's like too blocky. Ugh. But fucking Simon, man. I know. Fucking Simon, like, what is what what like what is your trauma? <laughs> what happened to you? I mean, I killed someone, but still though, still though, so dumb. He's such a lost puppy. It's really gross. I, yeah. I, it's, it's not even sad anymore. It's just gross. It's, yeah, I know. It's a sad. Ugh. Hate it. I just. But man, this. Okay. Sarah Thompson. The girl that plays Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You got to give it up for Sarah Thompson. Good on you, dude. You, you are so good at making me hate you. I know. And she must have known, too, that people were going to hate her. Yeah. Going into this. Could you imagine, like, she went to the Seventh Heaven premiere or whatever, and she goes, hi. And everyone's like, this bitch. <laughs> you think they did premieres for the 10th season? No, of this but, like, show? you know what I mean? Like, H, like, HBO, they have their parties. CW definitely had their parties. I like suppose. Of like, oh, yeah, the yeah, I know what starting. You mean. Could you imagine she shows up? Like, everyone's like, I'll sign like, this bitch. <laughs> I'm sure the actors loved her. Oh, I know. I know. But like, <laughs> yeah, any fans, though, were like, definitely throwing shit. She's all smiley and looks all cute. And you're like, she's the devil. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Sarah Thompson. I mean... Good on you. You did a good job on me hating you. It was funny, too. It's funny that we're talking about this because I think for the first time this episode, I was able to have that meta view like it i just think i was so i wasn't so caught up in my hatred of this character yeah that it never occurred to me that like it's just words on a page you know what i mean like that like that that she's written this way you know like it's a choice like it like i was just so i've been so like it wrapped up in how much i hate her and how vile and disgusting and manipulative and all the terrible things she is that like in an uncharacteristic turn for me I yeah. was like like and then I was like oh but yeah truly though I mean this is a choice right like Brenda <laughs> Hampton has written the most vile awful most terrible character like I get it you yeah know? and it's the way she delivers everything because she never gets angry you see mm-hmm. her with a shocked it's face always, always with a, s- a sprinkle of sugar yeah and you see her like being shocked by things like her eyebrows raised and th- like it's the most you see but the moment she hears something that is not in her favor, no, I don't believe that. No, it's not even. She's all smiley. And we did see her get angry in this episode, though, when she's angrily packing her boxes. Yeah, she's just being bratty as fuck. <laughs> she's like, she like rips the comforter off the bed and like yeah. throws it in a box and she's like shoving it in there while she's yelling at Simon. Yeah, it was. Honestly, Simon, change your locks. Oh my god, I don't even know. Change your locks and move. Just leave. I know. Leave and never look back. Drive across the country. Go yeah. back east. Do or, what you gotta do. Or if she wants to move in with you, you pack all your shit. You give her the key. You leave. Like you know, you leave it on the door. Yeah, yeah. Just leave it. Oh my god. Sorry, I I mentioned back east and I remembered. Um, I had a Lyft driver recently, uh-huh. and we were talking about as we record this Thanksgiving just happened, and um, we were talking about Thanksgiving. And I, you know, he was like, how was your plans? And I was like, oh, fine, you know, low key. And he's like, yo, like, are you from here? Like, you didn't have to travel or whatever. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I couldn't make it back east for Thanksgiving, but uh, I'm going to go back for Christmas. And you're like, <laughs> fucking it, back east, huh? Fucking back 
back east. Like, uh, but see, it makes sense if that's yeah, truly you, back east. Yeah, like, if you're from there. But Not, for these yahoos over here, like no one's ever lived there. Like, what the fuck is back east? Like that happened to me whenever. Um, well, no, actually, I I I finished that sentence for him. Uh, I was I was in the car. Um, taking an uber to whatever um location that i was going to and this was in arizona house divided (laughs) i know right and so uh, the guy's like oh yeah uh he goes i'm i was like no he's asking me you're not from here i said of course not you know Mm -hmm. back and forth and he said oh he's from buffalo and i was like oh that's really cool i was like huh (laughs) i was like so have you been back east <laughs> like I said it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That's my favorite story of yours. I fucking love that. Like no one would get that, but you and me and our listeners. It'll, like it's I just look crazy because I looked over to the side and I started giggling. Like I'm laughing at my own joke, <laughs> which no one even knew was a joke. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just me in my head. It. Yeah, I'm crazy. It's the greatest. <laughs> um. Yeah, so fucking Rose, she's the worst. I hate her so much. Er Simon fucking proposed to her. I'm glad he didn't get down on one knee, though, because if he had got down on one fucking knee, in addition to presenting her with a million dollar fucking ring he can't afford. Yeah, put it on 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 credit. credit. Barf. Yeah, how much credit did he have? Well, I mean, enough to buy a ring. Yeah, clearly. That's most people, I think. Most people buy rings on credit. That's No. I know. Mm. I know. Yeah, no. It's uh, it's just oh my god. Oh my god. And now there's and now now the worst part is like we cuz we know this engagement, this whole relationship's going to f- go up in flames. But now he's compromised his his principles, dude. Yeah. He's bought something on credit. Yeah. He's going to put himself in debt. You can't return a ring, can you? I've never I've never done that. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I suppose you could. Couldn't you? If it's nothing's Clear, damaged. Yeah, if it's not nicked or scratched. Yeah, or I whatever. think they would have to see like how well kept it's been or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, because because ultimately it's the diamond that matters, right? Because yeah. the band, you'll change the band anyway, whatever, yeah. you know? I think you can give yeah. it back. Okay, that's Or you can know. resell it somehow or something, you know, it's one or the other. I suppose. But it's still though, you know what I mean? Like what bugs me the most about all of this is like Simon has like truly con- now now more than ever Simon has compromised the yeah. things that he believes in and stands for rather. Yeah. For this bitch. And I'm just like Simon you're going to have to work real hard on yourself she's to come a, back from this now. she's a nasty human she's truly the fucking she's the worst yep <laughs> exactly yeah i can't i mean oof i don't know leave leave i know just go back to the fucking planet you came from you creep god simon you know how to pick them i can't wait till rose finds out about, about sandy. sandy i know oh you because you know that's gonna come i can't wait all of this Martin, Sandy, Simon, Rose shit is all just going to go up in flames. It's going to blow up in the most spectacular fucking blaze but what of our a, lives. But like, what a human I am. I'm like, yes, give me the drum. I want it to blow up in Rose's face. Oh, God. No, remember I said in the last episode or whatever, I was like, am I bad for hoping that this is what's going to break the camel's back and she's going to be jealous of Sandy yeah. and be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, I hope so. Uh, this bitch. Anyway. Did we do it? I... No. 
I want to, no, no, we did. We talked, I was going to say, we have to talk about Ruthie. We did talk about Ruthie. She turns down Sam honestly. Yes. Tells him the truth, which is that she's just not interested. He doesn't want nice. Well, she doesn't tell him that, but she does say like, well, he does. You're just not the guy for me. Yeah. And, and he maybe says, we can be friends. And he's like, mm, no, no. And, um, yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, to be fair, right. Ruthie gets what she wanted. She doesn't want him anyway. So who cares? Yeah. It's not, it's not, obviously she doesn't feel good that she hurt him. Of course not. No, she doesn't like that, but. But it's better that she be honest with him than like date him. Yeah, When she I doesn't agree. want to. You know what I mean? That's not the right solution. Because everyone keeps telling her like, well, just go out with him. What could it hurt? And it's like, she doesn't want to. Yeah, though. yeah. She shouldn't have to just because no. he's a nice guy. Like, no. No. That shouldn't happen either. But. I mean, I get why Annie tells her that though. Because Annie's hoping that she'll just get over this whole Jack thing. Yeah. Or whatever. Which she's still not. But. But, you know, still. And. She, and then Annie gives that advice about dating nice boys to the twins. Girls like nice boys. Yes. You don't have to buy them things to like you. And. Because they said. Because Sam and David want to own money. And they want to buy their their Sam and David want to own money. Yeah, they said we want to own money. It was really they cute. Did? Yeah, they said we want to own money. I don't money. remember them saying. Yeah, they that. ask Eric. So like, if you if you need us to do chores, we'll do it. Aww. And then they're like, well, why don't you think about it for a couple of weeks if you want to buy stuff? And then they're like, okay, but do you guys still want to help? We'll get back to you in a couple of weeks or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute little shit. That is cute. But of course, they had new girlfriends by the end of this episode. What are their names again? I don't oh, know. But see, it's also like a little bit of a double standard, though, right? Because with the twins, they're like, oh, don't commit too soon. You know, you're going to have lots of girlfriends, play yeah, the field, yeah. whatever. And then the minute they want to, like Ruthie wants to date and hang out and stuff, yeah. they're like, oh, but don't grow up too fast. You know, like, well, which is it, dad? Yeah. Like, am I supposed to sow my, sow my oats? and see a lot of people and you know meet a bunch of like am i supposed to date or aren't i you know like it's not fair that ruthie gets the short end of the stick and the twins are like "Eh, yeah it's fine whatever (sighs) you know oh man but i mean i get it they're six but still (laughs) like it's messaging you know that's what i'm saying it's like it's the messaging that we give our children early on that informs who they become as adults like or as people you know like we talked about this, I think maybe last season. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't quite remember the context, but I remember it being so clear to me. Like this is the problem: is like the way that we talk to girls about dating versus boys about dating. Yeah, you know? like oh, it was when Lucy, when when Ruthie wanted to date, um, somebody who remember it was her first date, and all the men in her life were like Vincent. Yes, it was Vincent. Yeah. Remember when they were all like, it's not you I don't trust, it's him, him I, don't, I trust. don't trust. And then mind you, when it comes to boys wanting to date, the only conversation is like, show her a good time, be a gentleman. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, like, I don't know. Nothing it's, else? It's weird. Like, uh, we don't have to get into it again. But anyway. um, Yeah. All right. Did we do it? I think so. I feel like we did it. I don't know if we missed I anything, yeah, honestly. I don't have any um, stray observations. Uh-uh. I, I can think of. So let's rate this sucker. I almost called it a fucker. I know, right? <laughs> and then I said it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to give it... I can't give myself a thumb up and thumb down on this. Two thumbs down. Yeah. Two thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah, for me too. Uh, I think. Something is... Like, it could have been a thumb up and thumb down. Honestly, it could have been. But something about it is just not sitting well with me that I can't 
Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Two thumbs down. Yeah. I don't, yeah, you're right. There is something not quite there. Don't know what it is. Not but quite sure either, mm. but I don't know. <laughs> As we're moving the towns over the map. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on um, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, also, as we've said before, tell a friend, you know, get the word out. Here we are, just two gals talking seventh heaven. Tell a talking friend. shit. <laughs> Pretty much, mostly. Yeah. Um, also, you guys, we're on Patreon, patreon.com <laughs> slash the number four heavens sake pod. We've got we've got our standard five dollar tier. Mm hmm. Where, you know, you become a heaven head and you get access to two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. There's like a lot already up there. Oh, yeah. As we speak. And, and you know, once you subscribe, you have access to that entire library. So that's like a lot of content <laughs> for just five bucks a month. Like it's a bargain for sure. Um, but also, as we are nearing our home stretch, we have our Keep the Lights On tier, mm-hmm. which is just $1 a month, which is, come on, guys. I mean, that's, that's I mean, the old classic of, like, that's less than a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, like, no, it really is. That's less than, like, chips from the vending machine. <laughs> like, I don't even yeah, know yeah. what to tell you. It's super, um, super much a bargain. Um, but what that what that does is... You'll get a shout out from us of whatever you want it to say. So you send us an email with whatever message you want and we will say it. We will shout you out on the air. And then also once a month, we're going to do like little behind the scenes, like like a little bonus clip for you guys. It might be visual. It might be audio. It might be both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if there was audio, a visual with no audio. Like why would we do that? <laughs> like a silent film. Oh, there you go. Yeah, See, we're just, just brainstorming up a storm here. Look at this. Um, but yeah, so you'll get you'll get access to that, and uh, yeah, so uh, check it out. That's patreon.com slash the number four heavens sake pod, which also happens to be all of our social media handles, mm-hmm. and you can send us an email at. The word for heaven's sake show <laughs> at gmail.com where, you know, you can write to us about your thoughts on an episode, questions you have for us, anything really. And we'll read them and we'll respond. Sometimes we read them on the air and that's fun. Um, so, yeah. So that's going to do it for us. Until next time. Bye. Bye.